This podcast is proudly supported by Drama Victoria. The Drama Victoria 2019 State Conference is happening in just a few weeks. Make sure you go to dramavictoria.vic.edu.au to secure your place at one of the amazing workshops. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're talking process drama. I will briefly give a rundown of what it is, explain a tiny amount of its history, and then give an example of how to use it in the drama classroom. Are we ready? Let's get to it. Process drama can be used across the curriculum and appears under Level 1 and 2 of the Vic Curric Drama. Just a reminder, that doesn't mean Grade 1 and 2, but Level 1 and 2. So you may introduce process drama at any age, especially if students are new to drama and role. Process drama may also be referred to as Teacher in Role, but that title can be deceiving as all participants are actually in role, and process drama is a little bit more broad. Why is it called process drama? Well, let's use the definition supplied by Rosalind Flynn and Sarah Foreman in their article for schoolteacher.org. Process drama is a broad term for various strategies that teachers use to engage students in dramatic situation outside of theatre, to get them to participate in a process, not to produce a performance. The teacher in role strategy requires the teacher to play a part and interact with the student, who may also be in role or acting as themselves, in an imagined scenario. In role, the teacher questions, summarises, challenges and engages the students in a dramatic context that promotes thinking, problem solving and language use. The teacher in role keeps the drama moving, encourages student involvement and maintains order. Now, the only change I would make to that definition is that the students also challenge, question, and engage one another, as well as the teacher. I probably should have said this at the start, but from my experience, process drama has been an incredibly powerful tool for engaging young people in the world of the content you are discussing. The insights and ideas produced through this style of discovery are often well beyond what is seen with conventional face-to-face teaching. As a teaching methodology, process drama developed primarily from the work of Brian Way, Dorothy Heathcote and Gavin Bolton, as well as many other practitioners. This tool was developed not just for the theatre and drama classroom, but for application in a range of subject areas. You will find no end of websites giving you lists on examples of how to use process drama in your classroom, but the reality of creating process drama experiences requires more planning than it may first appear. In their book, Planning Process Drama, Enriching Teaching and Learning, Pamela Bowl and Brian S. Heap offer five key principles for developing quality process drama. 1. Identify the targeted theme or learning area. 2. Create a dramatic context, the specific fictional circumstances to explore the theme. 3. Decide on roles for the teacher and the students. 4. Determine the drama's frame a collective concern or impetus for participating in the dramatic circumstances. 5. Choose strategies, ways of making process drama happen. Now there are many quality resources out there for process drama and teacher enrol, such as The School Drama Book by Robin Ewing and John Nicholas Saunders. Putting Process Drama into Action, first edition by Pamela Boll and Brian S. Heap. 
If you want to find a book chock full of detailed ideas, they are out there. Drama Victoria members can also access a number of Process Drama resources for free from our website. Process Drama can also explicitly teach the capabilities, which is great too. Here's how I have approached one text with Process Drama. Now because Process Drama is in role, it is important to set up clear strategies for when you wish to pause or stop the drama. I have a hand signal I use, which is a clear stop sign with my left hand, and then my right fingers on my palm, and I say, pause. This could indicate the end of a session, we could stop the drama for discipline reasons, emergencies, or to add more information. You may not think this step is necessary, but in my experience, you need to be able to let everyone know when to stop or when to pause. This takes students out of role and into attentive listeners, so you can manage the group with more ease. I will talk through something that I have done with level 1 and 2, and with my grade 1 and 2 students. I explore and express the concept of process drama before we begin by always pointing a finger from each hand to my head when referring to process drama. This means when the students tell me they want to do a process drama, they point to their heads too. I use this subtly at first and then explicitly. I ask them, why do you think I point to my head? And these are the kind of reactions I get. Because we need to think, or because we need to think like other people. These are often the replies I get. And just as I said, it's merely a framing device to get people or students to realize that process drama is about thinking and doing. Every process drama activity is different and uses different strategies. Here are just a few from one unit of work. We use the book, What Do You Do With An Idea? which is written by Kobe Yamada. This book explores self-confidence, community pressure, self-doubt, compliance, peer pressure, and the wonder of ideas. I start with the visible thinking routine, see, think, wonder. I show the class the book cover. At first, objectively, what do you see? Colors, people, objects, words. It's an observation task. In this case, students see scratchy black and white drawing of a young person and a colorful egg wearing a crown, among other things. Next, what do you think? Based on what you see, what do you think is going on? Can they guess or consider what they see and what they believe is going on? In this case, they say things like, I think the girl will be friends with the egg, or I think the egg is a king and will need help getting home. Next, what do you wonder? What questions do you have? I wonder why the egg is wearing a crown. I wonder what the idea will be. This thinking routine gets us in the mind frame for the activities and thinking about what we will see and how we will think and then where our gaps of knowledge lie and possibly to open us up to new thinking and new ways of questioning what we see. It's very easy to tell if a student has already read the book because they attempt to give actual answers to the questions what do you think because they know. I remind those students that this is a thinking activity and we don't really need answers, we're just looking for possibilities. I then begin to read the book a page at a time, sometimes more. I pause the reading to engage students in an activity, teacher and role moment or some dramatic play. We start with, one day I had an idea. Where did it come from? Why was it there? I wondered, what do you do with an idea? I ask the students then to spread around the room in their own space and remind them that this is for them, this is not a performance for others. I ask them to decide who they wish to be, anyone but this particular young person, so their experience may differ from the events of the book. Some people in this world may be kids or teachers or doctors or football players, anyone. I ask them to close their eyes and picture this person in a black and white world, their height, their age, their weight, their status, their family position. I then count from 10 to 1 and ask the students to slowly become their character, freezing when we get to one. I then establish the situation. You are in a black and white world. 
and when I clap my hands, you will see a small speck of colour, a shape of colour will appear. I want you to explore and interact with this brand new thing as your character. How might you react? Responses like, with fear, with curiosity, with excitement, with wonder, are things they say. I then let the students exist in the black and white world. Often they're sad, but they also play and work as their character. When I clap my hands, the magic happens. You should see their facial expressions shift and change and light up. It really is powerful. They explore the shape, size, colour, hardness, temperature and demeanour of this idea with this new entity. I then let the participants in on the next page by telling them to try and leave this new thing behind and see what it does. Try to get away from it, even if it follows. How do you escape this idea? And try as they might, they can't. I then pause the play and ask students to join me on the floor as themselves. I ask how they felt, what occurred in the moment, and to share a memorable moment with a partner. I was worried it would hurt me. Well, I thought I'd get in trouble. It sang songs as it followed me, are some responses you might get. The next page I read. At first I didn't think much of it. It seemed kind of strange and fragile. I didn't know what to do with it, so I walked away from it. I acted like it didn't belong to me. But it followed me. Next page. I was worried what others would think. What would people say about my idea? I kept it to myself. I hid it away and didn't talk about it. I tried to act as if everything was the same as it was before my idea showed up. I then asked the students to spread out, and then they have to hide their newfound colour where no one can see it. Use any means necessary to keep it from getting discovered, then join me back on the floor. We then compare ways people hid their items in safes, digging a hole, lock it in jail. The next page, the idea has escaped. But there was something special about my idea, I had to admit. I felt better and happier when it was around. Again, in character, the students are asked to trial activities that make the idea happy. What games does it like? Try and see which ones make it happy and which ones don't. What does it like to eat? Take care of it, this new thing in your life. Cherish it. Make it flourish. Join me on the floor. Next page. It wanted food. It wanted to play. Actually, it wanted a lot of attention. It grew bigger and bigger and we became friends. And now we get to teacher enrol. Although I have, of course, joined in so far, we are about to work as a group. I explain that I will be in Roll 2 and we'll have a town meeting about this strange new presence in town. Students are asked to enter the space one at a time in character and greet one another until the mayor arrives to run the meeting. You will not be the mayor. The mayor is actually late and you will need to run the meeting until they get there. It's often said that it's important in teacher enrol that you're not actually a person of authority or the authority. You are just like everybody else in the experience. In this capacity with an accent and physicality to match, try to run the meeting. I welcome everyone, apologise for the lateness of the mayor, and ask a few key questions. Has anyone noticed anything new or strange in town? Has anyone seen young people playing with this thing? What is it? How big is it? Is it getting bigger? What should we do about it? In small groups, decide what you think we should do about this Egg King, or whatever they decide to call it. We then vote as a group as to which group's idea we should accept or adopt. In every case, every group I've ever worked with, with the exception of two, has decided to lock it up, destroy it, or get rid of it in some way. I've done this, what, ten times with five to six small groups each time, and only twice have groups adopt to actually get to know the Egg. It actually mirrors the story beautifully. I pause the drama, and we sit to continue reading. I read a few pages now, and the journey of the story continues, all the way up until I built a house for my idea, a place it was safe to dream. 
Here I encourage the students to create a house for their idea based on what it likes. An open roof to see the stars, an ant farm in the walls, a TV bigger than a movie theatre, a fridge full of chocolate, unicorns everywhere, all different ideas they've come up with. They build and make the house with saws and drills and hammers, all mined. They then work with the new object to help it, to help it grow, make it become healthy and happy. We then ask them to share in pairs what their house had in it and how big the idea got. We continue reading to, it's good to have the ability to see things differently. How did this egg help you see the world differently, I ask. Some responses like, I like chocolate and it actually likes strawberries and I thought it was like chocolate too, so it was hard to find a food it liked. I was afraid of having such a big egg, but now we're friends. We then read until, then one day something happened. And we repeat, see, think, wonder. I see ideas everywhere. There are more eggs and, and eggs are ideas. The world is even better and it will keep getting better. It's really colourful now, are all responses we've had. We finish the book up into the words, you change the world. At this point, we return to our town meeting with the same characters and discuss what our world is like now. I ask questions such as, has anyone noticed something different? What's happened? How has it changed your life? The responses we get are glorious. We then repeat activity one when we meet a new idea and how they engage with it. Frequently now, they embrace the idea, nourish it, and build houses for it immediately. This was just one very simple lower primary example of process drama. They can be so much more complex and nuanced, with really specific and detailed tasks, soundscapes, interactive experiences, and lots of other activities. But this is a safe introduction for a first-time teacher looking to try process drama to see if it really works, and I believe it does, in spades. That is all from us at The Aside. There are a load of episodes in the bank, so please do feel free to go through those and find one that piques your interest. You can email us to ask us a question or to suggest an episode at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Don't forget to book for Drama Victoria Conference 2019, coming up in just a few weeks. Book now. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.